0: Our focus scripture today is from 1 Corinthians, chapter 13, verse 12. For now we see in a mirror, dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in parts, but then I shall know, just as I also am known. And now abide faith, hope, and love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. Seeing me sitting by the mirror, uh, you might have rightly guessed that I'm going to talk about mirror and the reflection. The first thing when I was thinking to talk about the mirror, it didn't occur to me that every day I look into the mirror to start from there. The lines that kept ringing in my mind from the story in my childhood days, which I read, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. In this story, the wicked queen has the habit of every day asking the mirror, mirror, mirror on the wall, who is the fairest of all? And the mirror every time would say, you are the fairest of all, you are the fairest, which means you are the beautiful of all. One fine day, when this wicked queen went and asked the mirror, mirror, mirror on the wall, who is the fairest of all? The mirror said, Snow White is thousand times fairest, beautiful of all. The mirror knows that the wicked queen would get angry, may shatter the mirror, break it, may show all her emotions on the mirror, but the mirror never lost its basic character or nature of telling the truth. The truth. In Corinthian context, Apostle Paul is helping the Corinthians to see the truth face to face. The Corinthians are gifted with spiritual gifts of prophesying, speaking in tongues, and the knowledge, the mysteries of knowledge. So they're just bathing in the spiritual gifts. What has added with the spiritual gifts for them is the pride. They're so puffed up, and they regarded themselves as higher than others because they have acquired this knowledge. Prophesying is a big business these days. In the Old Testament context, in the Bible, whenever prophesying happened, it is because to give fear to people because they're living their ways against God's will other prophesying is to the need of the context. These days we think prophesying is something you can acquire, you can obtain. So you find places, if there is a place where the speaking in tongues, you want to go there because you can learn. Or you think maybe the Holy Spirit or presence of God is there in those places. Or prophesying, or the knowledge. So with this outer surface understanding, even the Corinthians are trying to focus themselves and they began to an extent of playing with the spiritual gifts as toys. So in contrast to this, Paul is admonishing them saying, see the truth, your focus has to be on the graces of faith, of hope and love. If these three are not there, then whatever you acquire, because spiritual gifts are not something you obtain. It is the sovereign will of God, which he gives you. It is not you run and learn and you get them. It is through God's power, it's God's will. It just happens in some people. I'm not belittling it. I'm not downsizing it and saying, because in chapter 14, Apostle Paul again gives a big list of um, prophesying. So he is helping them to see face-to-face the truth of looking into what God wanted them. The second aspect of this verse is, you see the face-to-face face the truth, and when you see that, we see ourselves dimly and partly. Dimly and partly. Dimly is because in Apostle Paul days, mirrors were made with metal. They did not have the glass mirrors. So when you look yourself into the mirror, there's no way you can see your entire reflection to fix your imperfections or whatever. At the most, whatever is prominently like your hair is messed up and it is just standing out, then you can fix it. In the rest stops these days, if you go, the public toilets, there you see these metal-based mirrors. As I said, you can't see your reflection completely, but the goodness of those metal mirrors is that they have the stronger resistance against this vandalism. When people try to destroy the public and private properties, because of these metal mirrors, they can resist that and they cannot quickly be broken. But in spiritual sense, what Paul is saying is, you're thinking that everything has been revealed to you just because based on the spiritual gifts. No, it is only in parts you know, only in parts. You're not, you, there's no way that you can, you can know everything in entirety. In full, there's no way you can know. But when you're so puffed up, when you're so like thinking, I have it all, maybe you have to focus on the graces of faith and love faith is present hope is future but love is something which binds the past the present and the future for instance when you take a steamy bath when you come out of the shower you you see the mirror is entirely fogged up you can't see your reflection at all it gets so hazy that it's so blurred, like you have to really wipe it or you have to turn on the exhaust fan. So when we are so much succumbed to this kind of temptations of dwelling in these spiritual gifts and leaving out the graces, then we have to turn on the exhaust fan of our spiritual mirrors so that the exhaust fan wipes out the haziness and the fogginess and gives us the clear vision that we have to grow more in love and faith. Because we only know in parts, that's what clearly Paul is saying. You know, only in parts, there's no way anybody can just proclaim or like brag and say, I know everything. The third part is, he says, then I will know fully. Then I will know fully. When is that then? He's talking about the eschatological age, that is the age to come. Where we will see God face to face. Whatever we have have been doing in this world is imperfect. We may be thinking that we are doing everything perfect. My love is perfect. But only God's love for us is perfect. To reach that, maybe we have to strive learning how to love through Jesus Christ. Because our mirror of love is Jesus Christ. So only through his reflection, by imitating him, we can really get into that fold of these graces. Paul again says to Corinthians, without love, there is nothing whatever you do in this world. So in spite of having all these gifts, if you don't have love, then it beats the whole purpose of us being called as we are God's children. When we look into the mirror, in our physical mirrors, I just can't imagine how I would survive sometimes without a mirror. Every time I want to look, see, even the the gray hair like you wanted to see and then pull out, you know, you wanted everything to be perfect. So even when we look into our spiritual mirrors, we have to come to a position where we think, how can I survive without a spiritual mirror? Because the spiritual mirror, will show your imperfections it tell you the truth if you are dim if you are losing the focus it'll it'll help you to grow to put that exhaust fan where you can have a clear vision to walk towards the love and faith in latin there's a word called sine qua non which means without which nothing without which nothing the christian faith does not exist at all. Without love, there is no faith, there is no Christian religion at all. So, today as we meditate on this mirror, may God help us that we continue to reflect mirror God's love in this world. As Queen, the Wicked Queen uh, asked the mirror, 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 on the wall, tell me who is the fairest of all. So every day, You have to look into your spiritual mirror and ask the question, mirror, mirror on the wall, am I mirroring Christ in this world? May God bless these words, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father God, we thank you for this uh, blessed day you have given to us. Once again, we are grateful for your goodness and for your faithfulness and for your unfailing mercies in our lives. Thank you for waking us to this beautiful day and teaching us through your beautiful scripture to learn how to mirror love in this world. Thank you, Lord, for helping us to see our imperfections, failing to see the truth in the scripture and failing to learn from you what you have taught us. We pray that uh, you would continue to use each one of us to glorify you all the ways, whatever we do. As we begin this day, we pray that you be with us in our challenges, in our joys, in our encounters. Wherever we are, we pray that you go before us and bless us and shepherd us and be with us. We also lift all those who are suffering, who are weak, who need comfort and peace at this time. We pray that you would continue to be the provider, sustainer and helper, only the source of help and love, comes from you. We pray so that they may look more into you and get what they require from you. We also commit all of us into your loving hands. We pray that you give us the rest of today's blessings and use us for you. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. We ask this in the precious name of our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forevermore. Amen. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.